0: hello and welcome back to stories with me jesse today's stories come once again from the judgmental and condescending adults over at reddit slash entitled parents let me know what you think of these stories in the comments as well as any suggestions you might have that we may just use in a future installment prepare yourselves and buckle in because we're getting started now our first story is titled no you can't get laid in your own room when nobody is home do it somewhere else a few years ago my dad met a new woman entitled mother and after about a year and a half of dating they decided to move in together and entitled mother brought her young daughter with her as the apartment we lived in only had two bedrooms the daughter and i had to share a room it was pretty big and we had two separate beds important for later entitled mother and i had a somewhat difficult and rocky relationship especially after showing me what an entitled she could be. The story. So, I had a boyfriend and both my dad and Entitled Mother knew and liked him well enough. So it wasn't unusual for him to visit me at my dad's place. It never caused a problem. He just wasn't allowed to stay the night. No big deal. We barely fooled around when at my dad's because we were never alone, but then there was this one fateful day. Because last period in school was cancelled, me and the boyfriend met up earlier than usual and went home to hang out and have some quality time together. When arriving, nobody was home. Entitled mother was still working, as was my dad. Her daughter was still in school. The only one to greet us was the cat. And what are two teenagers supposed to be doing when home alone? Right, fool around a little. We were in my and Entitled Mother's daughter's room, on my bed, with the door closed, having fun, when there is suddenly angry knocking on the door. Panic.exe initiated. The boyfriend and I scrambled to get dressed, and after a few moments of awkward shuffling, I finally got to open the door. Entitled Mother was immediately in my face, looking like I had just killed her mom or something. She was super snappy with me, and I'll try to paraphrase the conversation as good as possible.
1: No! you weren't picking up your phone i needed your help with groceries but you just had to do this with
0: your boyfriend sorry i didn't know you were coming home this early we thought we had a little more time for us
1: time alone to have sex in our apartment i didn't allow that neither did your father
0: me sharing a confused look with my boyfriend what do you mean i don't need your permission to have sex nobody was home
1: You aren't supposed to have sex in this apartment at all. If you wanna do this, go to your mother. I don't want my daughter to walk in on something like that. Are you
0: really trying to ban me from having sex with my boyfriend when we are alone here? I live here too. I don't go around and tell you I don't want you to have sex with my dad. I am
1: an adult. I can have sex whenever and wherever I want. You will never have sex in this apartment again. And when your father gets home, I will tell him of what you did today.
0: Even though I knew she was acting cray cray, I was kind of nervous about her telling my dad, I am his youngest daughter. He was always extra protective of me, and I didn't really want to get in trouble. But on the other hand, I knew he knew he couldn't prevent me from having sex. So he just made sure to talk to me about protection. So after sharing another quick glance with my boyfriend, I decided to just wait it out. A few hours later, my dad came home, tired and grumpy after a long day at work. My boyfriend and I were sitting in the living room, watching TV while Entitled Mother was making dinner. As soon as she heard the door, she was in my dad's face, telling him about his naughty daughter, daring to have sex in his apartment, risking that her precious little angel could witness something so filthy. My dad just stood there. Wearing his blank face, as if his soul just descended to another realm, and listened to her rant, when she was finally done, my dad turned to me and the entitled boyfriend. Did you two use a condom? Both me and the boyfriend nodded, as we did in fact use one. He turned back to entitled mother, and said in the most deadpan way only reserved to dads. Then I don't care if they had sex here. They were alone and used protection. It is none of our business. Entitled mother went pale as a ghost, and it took her a few moments to gather her wits again.
1: But you have to do something about that. She can't just have sex here. What if my daughter sees it?
0: My dad just sighed and rubbed his hand over his face. You can't protect your daughter from this forever. I won't ban her from having sex here. And now please let me get settled. I need a beer. My dad then just went past her, got a beer and claimed his spot on the couch, while Entitled Mother just stood there, opening and closing her mouth like a fish out of water. She then met my gaze, and I couldn't keep the smug grin off of my face. She huffed angrily and stormed back into the kitchen, safe to say Dad received an extra big hug after that. So yeah, that was my story, I hope you enjoyed it. Wow, what a cool dad, for trusting you and not really wanting to appease the Entitled Mother in the slightest. He honestly sounded more worried about enjoying a cold one, over freaking out on you, and I think it's great you two share that kind of trust. Hopefully this will encourage your Entitled Mother to back off a bit. Moving on, our next story is called... Entitled Kid Kills My Pet Pig, and Mom Kicks His Entitled Family Out Of The Apartment. This happened when I was 12 or 13. I had a pet pig who was very, very pink and small, and I named him after a popular pork-flavored snack in the Philippines called Marty's Cracklins. So I named him Marty, and he is very adorable and is only a baby pig at the time. He also had no other pigs to call family. I also taught him a lot of tricks. I kept him in a large cage just outside my room's window. I always took care of him, feeding him, cleaning his cage and washing him and always singing in my favorite song, Ang Hooling El Bimbo, whenever I got a chance. One day, while I was washing Marty's cage while Marty stood patiently beside me, I hear new voices in a small truck park in front of the empty apartment that my parents put up so other people could rent it. The truck stopped and my parents walked over to greet the people. They seemed nice, at first. As soon as the truck stopped, two kids, one boy around my age and a girl who was about seven, stepped out and looked around for a bit. They walked by me and saw Marty. The girl squealed in delight and tried to grab Marty and Marty immediately squeezed by me so he could hide in the cage. I tell the girl to be quiet and tell her that Marty is not comfortable around strangers. She pouts and the boy just drags her back to their family. I glared at their backs for scaring Marty and I turned my attention towards my best friend who was dirty inside a clean cage. I usher Marty to come out and I cleaned him and fed him and sang him several more songs including my favorite. Days passed and I kept close to Marty as the the girl and the boy bothered him and forced him to play with them i told my parents about this and they go over to the kids parents and set them off with the warning while well, the parents understood but the next day the pieces of shit still came back clearly their parents did not care even when dad repeated the warning for a few times when the kids stepped past the line a joyful day comes when some of my mom's friends from Deveo came And I was excited because I'm gay, and some of my mom's friends were gay too, and they taught me what to search for in a boy, and it was always fun hanging around with them, ignoring the faces of the Judgmental. They invited us to a road trip in Baguio, and that means Marty would be left alone, although I did have some relatives that lived beside our house, They were all very busy, and so are my cousins, because they're either hanging out in a basketball court or in a mall, so Marty would be left alone. I voted to stay, but luckily, one of my cousins, who is such a sweetheart, told me that she'll take care of Marty and that I should just enjoy myself. I thanked her and warned her about the annoying kids, and she told me that she'll keep an eye out for them. We left for Baguio for three days, and when I came back, I was very excited to see Marty again. I went inside the house and made him a milk bottle and I ran to his cage. What I saw made my heart break a bit. I tried to wake Marty and he woke up. Sad thing is he looked fatter and he looked like he was sick and he walked over to me slowly. I picked him up and comforted him. I tried giving him the bottle but he moved his head away. I guess that my cousin fed him already. So I just cradled him like a baby and sang to him. A few minutes or so, my cousin walked to me with a milk bottle in her hand. I looked at her confused and told her that Marty was still full from the milk she gave him earlier. My cousin said that she hasn't fed Marty yet. Then it dawned on me, the POSs must have done this. Marty was still a baby and he couldn't stomach that much food and his tummy already looks bloated and he always took deep breaths rather than normal ones. I personally went over to the POS's house and told them to stop bothering Marty. The entitled kids stayed silent and the entitled mother spoke up. I'll translate what she said in tag along to
1: English. My kids didn't even go near him. Also, your parents told us not to bother that stinky pig of yours. This ticked me off a bit because no one calls Marty
0: stinky other than me. So I told her that if I caught her kids bothering Marty, I'll tell my parents to kick them out. So nightfall came and I laid on my bed. Outside the window is where Marty's cage is and I opened the window and looked below to see him sleeping. I sigh in relief when I saw him sleeping soundly so I went to sleep. Not even a minute later, I hear a loud scared squeal. I looked out the window to see the young girl, entitled Kid One, forcibly shoving a milk bottle into Marty's mouth. I told them to stop, and I climbed out my window and tried to pull her off, but Entitled Kid 2, the boy around my age, kept pushing me back. I was skinny and a wimp back then, and I couldn't push past him, so I ran to my parents' windows and knocked on it, shouting their names. Dad opened up the window, and I cried out that they're killing Marty. Dad went out the house and walked angrily to the Entitled Kid's house. While I tried to push Entitled Kid 1 away from Marty, and Entitled Kid 2 kept blocking me. By the time the Entitled Kid's parents came over, the squealing stopped. I saw Marty's scared face turn lifeless and dull, and I knew that I failed. The girl screeches and cries out that her pet pig died. This angered me, and for once in my life, I punched a boy blocking me and took Marty and ran down the stone stairs behind our house to our backyard and hid in the trees. I heard my dad cursing at them and demanding them to move out tomorrow or he'll bring this to court. I kept crying and crying. My dad came down to see me, but told me that Marty is safe now. He climbed back up to the house, and I sat still for a while in the darkness. I stood up and went inside a tool shed and grabbed a shovel, and with each time I shoveled a piece of dirt, I kept saying I'm sorry to Marty. I really wished I was stronger, and I kept wishing that he'd just been playing dead like I taught him to. When the hole was deep enough, I tried my best to sing my favorite song for him one last time before I buried him. The next day, the Entitled Kid's family moved out and we never heard from them again. And for a while, I was depressed and wished for death so I could meet up with Marty again. I have no happy ending. I'm sorry, Marty. Oh my goodness, that poor pig. How could these children be so disrespectful that they would forcibly feed an animal until they died? Marty sounds like a truly special pig, and I'm so sorry that you had to bury your friend. What a truly heartbreaking experience. Our final story is titled, Entitled Mother Laughs at Me for Crying. My mom over the years has gotten very, very tense. As in, she would get angry and upset over the smallest things. She can be very narcissistic when she wants to be. Don't get me wrong, she can be sweet, but she's also the kind of person that's heavily into pseudoscience. I have a meniscus tear and cyst on my right leg from kickboxing, which worsened over the years. The injury happened two years ago because I had to believe that her natural remedies would work, they didn't. I just lied to her to avoid any confrontation about the issue. So my mom likes to tell me that her creams and such are working their magic. Due to the virus, I haven't been able to go to physical therapy, so I'm awkwardly dealing with it in the confines of my home. She has also tried to stop me from going to the hospital. Many times. I almost died when I was four, due to some serious fever or infection, and I was vomiting constantly for weeks. My mom said, it's just an infection. She'll get over it. It took me vomiting about 14 times in one day for my mom to finally let me see a doctor. Nowadays, I have to hide my medication from her. Whenever I get injuries or a sickness, and it's exhausting, here's the kicker. She believes the medications are dangerous due to artificial, man-made chemicals. So she insists essential oils and such to help with my recovery. Also, I damaged a tooth, don't ask, I'm an idiot, and it became very sensitive to hot and cold foods. Her remedy for this was vitamin C. Note, I have another post on here about an old cat I had, called Tupac. Yes, that was his name. He was one of the few, very few cats she didn't give away behind my back. She hates cats. Go figure. The giving away was something she'd lie about. Consistently. In recent years, she'd get mad at our cats for basically giving her affection. There are a bunch of stories, but I want to focus on this one, as it's been the most terrifying one for me. Just a few months before Rona, my parents and I took a vacation off to a different country for about two weeks. The first week was absolutely fine. We had no disputes whatsoever. However, as we took a road trip to go to our next location, things took a very, very bad turn. I was the one giving directions to my dad, and I eventually told him it'd be best to use Google Maps, saying it would be easier as we'd all be tired." It was about a seven-hour trip to where we were staying next. To keep it short, my mom gets frustrated with her phone because she can't understand how Google Maps work, and she asks me how to use it. I try to give her instructions without any sense of malicious intent in my voice, and she starts getting more and more agitated. I don't take notice of this. My mistake. She closes the app and hands it to me. I ask her, why'd you close it? Don't get f***ing smart with me! You know how to do it! Fix it! Assuming that I'm somehow going to make the app work for her as she gets mad over instructions, even though she asked for them. I started to stutter and got nervous. I'm a pretty anxious person and I'm really bad with confrontations, especially from my mom. She can tear into a person just with her words and I hate it when she does it to me or my dad. Her temper is awful. I don't know what you mean by that. I was just asking why you closed it. Again,
1: don't get smart with me. Just f***ing fix the damn app! Mom, you... you closed the app! I was just asking why... Are you giving me attitude
0: right now?! Me, confused and scared. No, I wasn't. I was just asking you a question. My mom starts laughing.
1: I'm not stupid! I know you're giving me attitude! Open the f***ing app or whatever and fix it, you ungrateful
0: b***h! I stopped talking. My mom knows I'm heavily insecure, and when we have these arguments, she plays into those insecurities, and she knows I can't find the words to say anymore. Apologize to me! But I didn't do anything wrong- Apologize! To! Me! I'm sorry! As I'm sitting at the back of the car, I start uncontrollably crying, silently. My dad takes notice of this whilst he's driving, looks at me, worried, but he knows that he can't really say anything without making the situation worse, and I don't blame him for that. Serious trigger warning here. Skip this part if you don't want to read it. This was about the time I was fresh out of hurting myself, and from the utter confusion and how scared I was at the time, I didn't want my mom to hear me cry, so I started scratching my arm to focus more on that pain instead of crying. Trigger warning end. I ended up falling asleep. I woke up to my mom yelling at me again, for apparently giving my dad attitude for sighing. But I didn't say anything then. We arrived at the hotel. It was just pure silence the entire way there, and we moved our stuff in to unpack. And of course, my dad sleeps in a separate room. He snores, my mom doesn't like it, and I have to share a room with my mom. This of course doesn't go well. As the argument over Google Maps of all things persisted, it was pointless, and more so painful than anything else. She threatened a lot of things, such as my ability to move out. I'm graduating soon, year 2021, and I'm moving to Australia to be with my boyfriend, saying she'll keep me here. I know she can't, so I called her bluff. Cue the intense screaming in the hotel room.
1: You f***ing ungrateful brat! You know how much I've done for you, yet you treat me like s***! you don't respect me! Mom, it it was just Google Maps. Why are you so angry?
0: Mom starts laughing again.
1: You know what you're doing, don't you? You're just manipulating me, crying like a little bitch. Your crying doesn't affect me.
0: I don't say anything, and my dad calls my mom's phone, asking why he hears screaming coming from our room. Get in here! She's crying! My dad comes in, sees the state that I'm in, and rushes over to me
1: and hugs me. My mom gets upset by this. So you're just automatically going to take her side and not mine? Why are you so upset? Can't you see
0: that she's crying?
1: She's manipulating you! If you continue to support her behavior, I'm getting a divorce!
0: My mom looks at me,
1: notices that I'm shocked
0: that she'd say something like that.
1: You hear that? Your parents are divorcing because of you!
0: Why are you doing this? Why are you so angry all of a sudden? What are you doing this for? Trigger warning again. Throughout this conversation, I was hyperventilating, and I couldn't find the ability to speak. I was wearing a very long sleeve sweater, and I was scratching my arm underneath that, uncontrollably. My dad grabs my arm. Trigger warning and... What are you doing? Why are you doing that to your arm? Stop that. Please stop that. What on earth are you doing? My mom starts laughing again. She knows that I had issues with self-harm, even as a kid. Yet she was laughing at me, staring at me.
1: She's just manipulating you. Look at her. Don't you see what she's f***ing doing?
0: Since when were we a dysfunctional family?
1: She doesn't f***ing respect me after all that I've done for her, the ungrateful b***h. Mom, I didn't do anything wrong. You knew what you did. But I didn't. I can see it in you. You're going to grow up to become a psychopath, aren't you? You're manipulating me and your dad. You know that you are.
0: Basically, this whole conversation becomes a loop of how I'm a worthless and ungrateful brat who's being manipulative. When me and my dad have to sit there, knowing that this all started because my mom didn't know how to use Google Maps. I don't want to get into the rest of it, as it still affects me today. I honestly just want to move out when I have the chance. Other things have happened since then. My mom has done this over the years, but recently she's been more snappy and outright insane with her words, that I just try to avoid talking to her when she's angry. I'm sorry if this was too dark, I just don't understand why my mom became this way as of recent. I'm just waiting for the day I graduate so I can finally get away from this mess. Any advice on how I can handle these outbursts or how people have dealt with it are very welcome. Me and my dad are both at a loss, and that recent incident is something we both hate talking about. It's very confusing for the both of us. I do have a therapist. My school has been awesome enough to help me with these issues. They have a system in place where one of the counselors, a certified therapist, helps students who have problem parents, like my mom, get the help they need. I've been feeling a lot better now, and I look forward to moving out soon. That story got dark. And it really makes me wonder what drives people to become so evil and cold. A mother that uses her child's insecurities to pick them apart and satisfy her own rage is no mother at all. And I hope that you're able to move away and get out of that environment as soon as possible. What did you guys think about this story, or any of the ones we've looked at today? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Anyways, that's all the time we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for tuning in with me, Jesse. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for more content, and check out what other stories I have for you. Have a beautiful day, and try to be nice to someone. I'll catch you in the next one.